three, two, one. Welcome to Sober in States Baseball. Here are your hosts, Chris and Daniel. Welcome into another episode. This is Chris, the MLS Car Guy. I am joined, as always, by my guy. This is Daniel. How are you today, Driven B? I'm fantastic, Chris. Uh, so rare, hit us with some news. We thought today was going to be one of those days where what we what are we going to talk about on the show, right? And then all of yeah. a sudden it was being news. This happened. They made some upgrades to the site, things we've been talking about. It felt like they have they been listening to the show? Are they listening to Sora in the States? It's gotta be it, Sora right? HQ because a lot of stuff we've been calling for was implemented. I'm not gonna say that causation equals correlation or maybe the other way around, but I will say that uh, these are some features that a lot of people have been clamoring for and Counter offers are here. It's, it can't. It's, uh, I think how late, how early were you when you first started? So rare, were you like, man, I wish they would let me just counter offer? Like, how, like how long did day it take two? You? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> you so, think yeah. that was like two years ago? It's the idea uh, that each one of us came up with individually on our own, like, yeah, over and over and over and over again. So, what can you say? Yeah, for sure. Um, and it, uh, honestly, like, is it, is it a coincidence that we keep getting these news drops on Tuesdays? Like, I feel like they're just waiting for us to get ready to record the show before they wait and before they announce all of their news. So I, I don't know if that's a, that's just a coincidence, but it feels like every Tuesday we get something from them, uh, regarding like gameplay or, or whatever's about to happen. So, uh, yeah, I think there's been a couple different Tuesdays where we've gone, I don't know what we're going to talk about tonight, but we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then Sora comes and, and dumps something on us. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if that's good. a coincidence or, <laughs> or or if they're like just, yeah, hey, let's give this guy something to talk about. Like, you don't have anything today. Well, we got the counter offers, which I think is huge, obviously, site-wide. That for any uh, so rare player, whatever sport you're focusing on, that's going to be the big headline coming out of here on Tuesday November 15th, 2022, something we've all been clamoring for, like I said. And the the baseball side, though, has its own kind of bonus that was given to us, which was, first off, off-season XP, which is something we've talked about, how yeah. we're going to do it. We So yeah. we finally revealed how they plan to do this. We were promised it, you know, by Nicholas in a tweet as recently as the other day. Uh, then... The other thing is off-season contests and or at least games like and it's along the lines of what we've called for collectability in terms of like get these cards win this prize that's something that we've pushed for so we're to try is this the form that we really wanted to see it in what do you think the uh the scouting what 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 do we call it the well, scouting missions you, scouting missions yeah. are here what do you think are you are you going to go on a scouting mission so let's let's take all of these individually because these are all their own topics and we can talk about how they all uh how they all kind of you know affect the game, let's say, like how how you actually interact with it. So on the face of it, the scouting mission is obviously an interesting thing. This is something that Top Shot does a lot. Um, and it's I mean, essentially you buy all of these cards, right? And then you hold them and at the specific time. Whoever has all of these cards in their gallery gets whatever reward. So this first one, they're doing MVPs. Um, so all the MVPs from what the last 10 years, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's nine on the NL side, eight on the AL side. 
that you have to collect. And if you collect either league, you get the NL MVP for this year. And if you collect both leagues, you get the AL MVP for this year. So realistically, you have to break this down and kind of look at it and say, well, what what am I getting? So if I do one it's of these. It's not a short list. It's 17 yeah, cards. It, yeah. it, well, but here's the thing. What what do I get if I do this, right? If I mm-hmm. if I go through the whole thing and collect all of either league, I'm getting a Paul Goldschmidt or maybe a Nolan Arenado. But, I mean, both those guys are fairly similar in price. Not, you know, not the greatest thing in the world. If I go through and do both leagues, um, which is obviously significantly harder to do, um, Mm-hmm. Then you end up so getting the, the Otani factor. No, you get a ju- well. I would assume Judge would win the MVP this year. But no, you have to get Otani to, to oh, complete yeah, the yeah. AL side yeah. of things. Yeah, which makes yeah it you got to get Otani, yeah, Trout, yeah, and exactly. Altuve and Mookie yeah. Betts, which is yeah. very <laughs> that's a lot of stuff in there. So yeah. I mean, we're talking about a, a pretty significant expense to go and collect all these guys, unless you happen to have all of them already. Which in that case, you're a whale, and you know mm-hmm. this is great for you because you're getting free Judge cards for nothing, yeah. essentially. And I think that's really who this benefits the most is the guys that play, you know, at the very top levels and have the very best cards. If you have Otani, Trout, Betts, Altuve, Bryce Harper, and Freddie Freeman in your gallery already, you're going to go and buy Andrew McCutcheon and Albert Pujols so that you can get your free judge card, right? Like it is just easy and makes a whole lot of sense. Whereas if you're like me and you play with underdogs and you don't really have a ton of the big guys, I actually do have a Miguel Cabrera rare, but I was just kind of having that mm-hmm. as a as a collectible. This doesn't make any sense for me. I have to go out and drop 0.4.5 and I'm getting like 0.15 in, in return. Now, granted, I will have all of those big names in my gallery at that point, but assuming I don't want all those big names in my gallery, um, I'm gonna have to resell those guys after the after the drop. So the realistically, the way this the way this looks is. Once it gets announced, everybody on the list that you have to collect jumps in price. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once the actual thing passes, they all go back to the price they were before. So yeah. you're you're literally paying money. If you're buying them now, you're paying money that you're never going to see again. And you know you're never going to see again. And realistically, the question is, is it worth it? Like you got you to make that mental calculation based on what you have in your gallery and how much you still need. Yeah. And I'll be honest, like for me... It's not worth it. I'm not going to go get the cards. That I, I have a Yelich. <laughs> I have, when I look at this list, I have Yelich, and that's it. So it'd be quite a task for me. Not a, It'd be quite a spend for me to go get these guys even in limited when I have other priorities for what I'm trying to do with like the ETH that I have on the site. So I'll be fully honest in that this promo doesn't really go for me. But that being said, I have – I'm not – I have no complaints about it. I actually still really, really like it. And it is tailored more towards people who might already have half of this checklist already filled out. They have right. a lot more incentive to go fill out the rest of it. And that's fine with me. Like in what have I always said? Reward early investors, like make it uh, feel like you're special when you have certain things that other people don't have. I don't have these cards, but I know people that do. And I hope they go out and go out and finish off their checklist. Like, like I said, like uh, I, one thing that's well, the I mean, biggest be complaint is so rare. <laughs> Yeah, well, what's our biggest, what's one of my biggest pet peeves in So Rare is like people who think that own, they, they center everything on themselves so hardcore that they think that at any move that doesn't directly benefit them is a bad move. And, you know, oh, yeah. like, I, I have 20 ways to fix the site that, oh, just so happened to directly be- Always help benefit me. the exact way that I am choosing to play yeah. the game, you know, because there's so many different ways. So 
um, uh, I try not to be, I try to fight against that. So I'm going to sit here and say that this promo doesn't really benefit me in its current form, but I love that they're doing it. I love they're trying it. I assume that at some point in the future, there'll be other promos like this that will benefit me, whether it's collect all of one team or all of one division. I have a lot of NL East cards. You know, I don't, I don't have a ton of like former MVP cards, but we'll see, you know, let's see what they do next after this. Hopefully everyone that does have these cards goes out, plays that game. And I, I love it. You take a scouting mission, you know, the mission is not impossible. It's, it's not really, uh, it's not really, it's a mission impractical for me, let's say, and it sounds like for you also, but I encourage people to go for it if they want to, because it is kind of fun. And what I would say is to really jazz this up. It, what would we tell so rare? What your you advice to, to, yeah. uh, to make this prize, maybe something that you would be worth chasing. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, a hundred percent, you have well, to make them a collectible. You have to make them a special edition. Like you can only get this certain style of card from doing one of the missions uh mm-hmm. in that it needs way, like a fresh design like, fl- yeah. like flames on it 100%. and stuff like that and like mvp gl- uh hologram in the background and stuff like that yeah sure. yeah that would be really cool uh yeah. And, and yeah i think that's realistically like that's the way to get people to do these missions is to make it something that you can't get anywhere else and you have to just go and buy all these cards um the downside to it is then the people holding the cards can hold them over a barrel and ask whatever price they want, which they're going to do that anyway. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I, I think that's realistically the way to do it. Cause I mean, the way that I understand this promo in its current form, I'm probably better off just going and buying Goldschmidt and judge. If I really want those two guys, uh, I'm probably, this isn't really the best, most efficient way to go and get those two guys. But if I'm right. a big judge fan, let's say, uh, and there's a special edition MVP judge coming out that might actually, you know, I might have to go and do that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I think that's realistically, I think that's how you make this a really cool mission. Um, if you're, yeah, I, I think, I think you kind of nailed it on the head. Like if you're just starting from zero and you don't have any of these cards, I there's no way that this is going to be worth it. Like there's no way that you're you know, you're you're making your money back. Essentially, if you already have a Tawny Trout, Betts, Altuve, Bryce Harper, or Freeman, probably should go and do the rest. You know? Yeah. And this, I'll I'll just looking at things half full and looking on the bright side of life. Maybe the uh, all the new people who have started playing NBA so rare that hadn't started with MLB yet. We'll see some type of if there's some promotion of this on the site, cross promotion, that could help to to sort of bring like, hey, if you haven't started in baseball yet, come do this MVP challenge. And, it, you know, because it's not the worst way to start a brand new collection. You know, if you if you wanted to get into MLB, I mean, you buy a bunch of MV- yeah. MVPs. It's not the most money making move. That yeah. About to retire and whatnot, obviously. And Cabrera, but you're buying a bunch of guys that are all way inflated from what their normal price, quote unquote, normal price would be. We're looking glass half full here, Chris. I'm, I'm fully, <laughs> in, you know. Well, that's um, what I'm saying. When you're, yeah. do, when you're looking at this, you have to consider like. I had a good day. I want what, to keep it going. What was, what was the price I would have paid if I'd done this two weeks ago and I just went and bought all these guys versus what's well, the price I'm going to pay now? That's really what you're, that's what you're looking at. Because all these prices are going to be super, super high. Like I said, we've asked them to try stuff like this, and they're trying it. There's no way I'm going to complain about it. I think uh, go for it. it. 
I'm not going to participate in this specific one, but I'd like to see this succeed so there's more in the future. Yeah. And I mean, at, at the very least, it moves the market, right? Like I have a Miguel Cabrera rare card and currently his limited card is more just triple what I paid for the rare card. So I am probably going to list it and see if I can sell that rare card because it doesn't matter which it doesn't matter which one you uh, which scarcity you get. Um, so people can can go on and buy the rare card for the same price as the limited. You might as well, I guess. Um, so if you already own these cards, your cards just shot up in value and you yeah. can sell into it or you yeah, can exactly. go and buy the rest of them. Um, so what but the problem is you if a, you, you have a chance to sell your Cabrera. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really want to, but <laughs> I was, kind of, I, I'm just holding them long term. But realistically, what I'm going to do is sell into it now. And then yeah. once the deadline passes and people all try to get rid of them, then I'll just go and buy one at a much lower price then. And I'll still have my Cabrera. Um, I'll have a Cabrera. I won't have my Cabrera, but you get my point. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, just be forewarned if you do the scouting missions, the prices are going to go back to what they normally should be. So you're going to lose on, on that value that you pay extra. Um, but I mean, as long as you know that, and that's, that's the decision you make, then and that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I, I uh, know a lot of people, like I've said, who bought Cabrera's when they were like uh, just getting a few cards to start, especially like European yeah. guys um, yeah. that like, we're like, with this I don't know. Mind. I don't know much. With yeah, I don't know mind. much about Major yeah. League Baseball, but I know this guy's a Hall of Famer. I'm going to get his card. Well, now yeah. there's here's a bit of temptation for you guys. Hey, here's a chance to sell you Cabrera at a premium. Maybe you know, maybe not as much as you as you paid for him when you if you got him really super early. But still, uh, will you hold on to him? Will you can you know see see where it goes? So it, and it's tempting you, Chris. I can t- I can feel that it's tempting. Oh, 100 percent. I'm I'm gonna make probably 0.01 and then still get my card back eventually. Um, oh, so you're yeah, buy, you're, I, you'll buy back after the after the buzz. Oh, 100. percent Once I I feel like after the after the collection date passes, mm-hmm. most uh, 99 well not 99 maybe 90 percent of those cards are gonna get sold back into the market. And since there's gonna be no one to buy any of them, the prices are gonna plummet. Um, so I'm 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 definitely expecting to go and. And potentially even look at some guys to pick up from this list. Like, you know, if there's a Chris Bryant or a Cody Ballinger or somebody that I think, you know, is okay and could potentially be in my team, their price is likely to, to absolutely plummet after this is over. So I might be looking to, to, to purchase into that. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it moves the market and keeps people engaged. So I'm all for it. Uh, definitely would like it to be a, uh, um, like a special edition card though. Cause that makes it more worth doing, I guess, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, um, what, what do you, speaking of the market, what do you think about the market? Uh, let's, let's look at, let's get a live update on the market here on the pod as we're looking at things 30 minutes between limited card auction or even for really even longer than that, like an hour or so in between limited auctions, the market is slow. Guess what's coming yeah, up two hours, 100%. two hours from now, there's an Aussie Albies rare. At point oh six, I saw that. Oh yeah, yeah right. you saw you. You're. you're I, well I'm not there. going for it, but I, I did see that, and then, yes, it, it haunts my dreams every time I see an Aussie Albies mm-hmm. go on the market. It's okay. I made my peace with it. We did what we did, and and that's all. That's. Uh, I mean, I paid the I paid the collection premium, right? Like I had to get one of those first couple. Um, yeah. so this is, this is kind of, kind of the same thing, but, you, um, you did the good work and uh, the current auction that ends in two hours is at a 0.06. I got mine for 0.048. Uh, 
And uh, and I got mine for point oh seven, and mine is I, a rarity lower than yours. I have to attribute that to an ETH. Well, yeah, but you got an early <laughs> one. I have to attribute that to an ETH crash. Like I think what the ETH crash has yeah. definitely driven up. It started to like drive up the prices uh, of cards in ETH because the fiat ETH price is lower. You, we all know how that dynamic works. It's just uh, it's just interesting to see that the people are starting to adjust with their auction bids. Yeah, for sure. And and um, this is a good chance to tell you about another thing that we launched this week, which is our Patreon page, uh, which is exactly designed to do this, right? It goes over the market. Um, pretty pretty good detail, I would say. We got our, our good friend Nick uh, to, to get on and uh, and start doing some, some MLB for us. I'm handling the soccer side of things and our our uh, basketball host Jorge is handling the basketball side of things. Um, so they'll be able to, to see exactly how the market's going uh, once a week throughout the off season. Uh, he'll give you some, some nice flips to have some nice long-term buy and holds to get. Um, and then, you know, just an overall kind of market market watch. And uh, yeah, from his first, from his first article here, he talks a lot about FTX, which I think is very important to just kind of know the overall uh, state of the crypto market, right? The ETH crash being because of this FTX thing. Um, and it's, it does affect the market. It's very important to, to kind of know um, what's going on in the, in the larger world. And he does a good job of kind of, um, I guess, I guess shining a light on it to a certain degree. It's not like it's inside information or anything, but uh, just good things to kind of keep in mind. Uh, and he, he kind of goes through, um, he kind of goes through in his article and says, you know, basically auctions being really slow is both good and bad. Hmm. Sometimes there's just literally no one watching because there's not enough auctions that there's no one paying attention. And, uh, and occasionally a card will slip through for a good price. Other times there's six hours between cards. So if a card comes up in prime time and there's three people watching it and you don't have another chance for another six hours then that card can go for too much. So um yeah i think it's it's both positive and negative for the market the market this at least will draw some people onto the platform to kind of buy and sell which i think is good uh talking about the collections thing that'll at least have some people like thinking oh yeah mlb is a thing because if otherwise and you could completely forget about it uh mm -hmm. and just come back in five months and be pretty much the same way off you know and a few um, of the uh the guys you need for the challenge are on auction right now. So you got to like most of them are in fact. Yeah. So. I, th I think that's the key too. Um, is yeah. If they're going to do these special auction or there's special scouting mission things, there's gotta be a way to buy them from auction because mm -hmm. if enough people just buy and hold, uh, there's not going to be any, and they're going to be astronomically priced. It's right. a good way for sower to make some, some extra cash here. They can, artificially jack up the price and then sell it and then once it comes back down someone's holding it um i don't love that part of things but i mean they are going to do that um which fair enough they're a company they need to make money but uh yeah what do you what do you think about the uh, about them kind of auctioning off cards that they've made artificially in demand uh that's what they do have been doing with uh unique soccer cards for years and years and years i guess so it, it is what it is uh the well they don't they don't make artificial demand for the unique soccer cards they just well, capitalize on the demand that's there like I, if a guy I, has i put these the, that and this i put in the same boat interesting yeah uh, to me the demand that, that is they they don't auction off 
they create they definitely create demand for uniques because they don't auction off uh, hardly any uniques that are bad. They always make sure that you know as random as the the other auction algorithms are in rare and limited as far as putting up certain guys. The uniques they always make sure that it's somebody good. They're, they never re- auction off like the random uniques that you might be yeah. able to get for super cheap and take. You, know, you you can't buy a unique on spec, you know. Like you always sure. like you always have to pay up for for someone who's doing really good. So uh, to me, that's the same thing as as manufacturing demand for some of these guys. And and again, some of these guys are great. the 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 only the problems with the oldies with the Pujols and the Cabreras and the Verlanders that are not going to be useful in the game for for a long time. You're taking a chance on getting them, but you know, going and getting an Otani, maybe you wanted to get an Otani for next year anyway. You know, who knows? Like that's that's a good card that's worth having. So who who knows? I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't have any negative thoughts about it. Yeah, interesting. Um, I, I don't have I do any, notice you're not gonna you're not gonna get me to criticize this promotion, Chris. <laughs> it's okay. I can do it for us. Uh, I, I think it is interesting that they're all like around the same time too, which is which is cool. Um, I get you really only have to log on for like an hour and you get a shot at like eight or nine of them. I guess there's more. I'm just looking at the market now. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're spread out throughout the day. They're just all at one point and you, everybody is going to log on and everybody's going to raise the price on those. Um, So, yeah, I mean, that's good business from on on their side of things. Um, So, yeah, let's, let's talk about the, uh, about the counters thing now. So like, making counter offers kind of going along with the same, you know, kind of theme. It obviously makes the market a lot more um, lively, I guess. Like how many times do you get random offers that you're like, and it's not bad, but like, I'm going to reject it, you know, but like if you, if there were counters, you would probably be able to do that. Do you think more deals get done and then it like may helps the liquidity of the market or do you think it's just kind of, like a nice feature and but it doesn't really change too much of of the market like how do you think it actually plays in real life i think it's great uh the best news i heard all day this is a this this is we can confirm this podcast if you haven't uh, found out for yourself out there and you're listening we can confirm pavel trader will send you counters oh really yeah the best best news we've heard all day right wow you can can send it off to pavel and instead of just getting the cancel and being like what does he want? What am I doing wrong? What is he yeah. Want? He'll just send you back the it's usually just he increases the ETH. He just like tack on this much ETH and we have a deal. So it's kind of uh it's that simple. Um so yeah, like probably that, terrible that, for that, me because all my lowball offers now he's gonna come back yeah, to yeah. me. Well, yeah, but at least you at least <laughs> then you know at least how much ETH you're dealing short with to replace with more cards from your gallery that you're willing to give up, I guess. So who knows? I, I think it's just a great thing to make the more market more lively. You said it yourself. It's a perfect way yeah. to put it. You think it raises the price at all in the market? Uh, I think ultimately not more than the 5% surcharge is going to raise the price. Eventually, it's going to be slow but sure and organic. It's not going to be some automatic switch that gets flipped. But slowly but surely, people will just start to be like, man, I'm sick of getting less ETH than I wanted on this deal that I posted a sale. I'm posting for a little higher. Screw it. You know, I don't, I don't care. I'm making sure I get like the money I want, the price I want. Like that'll be slow, but it will start to happen. But if they post for the price they want and the counter offers doesn't help that, does it? Or what do you, what do you mean? I think the counter offers is not going to drive prices up in terms of asking prices. I think the 5% fee on the market is going to drive prices up in terms of asking prices a lot, a lot, uh, 
more impactfully and it, but it will take some time. Well, I'm talking less asking prices and more actual sales prices, right? Because if you, if you have a card listed for 0.1 and someone comes in and offers you 0.08, you either reject that and let it sit on the market at 0.1 or you take the 0.08. Whereas now you can come back at 0.09 and maybe that deal gets done. And instead of, instead of it going for 0.08, now it goes for 0.09. You know what I'm saying? Like, does it actually help sellers get more money out of their cards? Maybe if people take the counters. Yeah. If people jump on the counters. Yeah, I guess it, it could. It'll help you get a, hap- a deal you're happier with a deal that you're like, hopefully more satisfied with as a seller. If you can make a counter to someone and, and it, and it hits. Yeah. Sure. And I mean, from there that also, in, I, I, at least in my mind, that encourages me to list my card higher because now, even if I get a lower offer, I can still counter at the price I want. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like in negotiate, whereas if it's now, if I list higher than I want and someone someone negotiates lower than I want, then I have to reject. There's no counter, right? So I list at the price I want and I don't accept any offers. Whereas now I can list 10% higher than I really want. And if someone accepts it, great. But if they if they offer me 20% less, I can I can counter 10% less. Yeah. So it does encourage at least me to, to list my cards higher uh, and see if anyone will take the higher price. And then I can always fall back to my actual real price um, yeah. instead of, you know, there's because there's tons of people that say, I won't don't accept any offers, blah, 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 blah. I'm just listing it what I want to list that this at least gives you some recourse. And I think that makes it a, a, a lot more fun and hopefully a higher recourse. price. I'm, I would I'm think. A, we're all, we're huge recourse fans on this podcast. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Um, let's talk quickly. Uh, as, oh, well, I got one more. I got to ask you though, real quick oh, yeah. before we move on anything, anything else. Yeah. The XP, the free, the free XP for exi- just for existing our, our MLB cards yeah. will gain X uh, points XP to, to get bonus points. Uh, if you, if you don't trade your cards and loan them out to anybody for whatever reason, you might do that throughout the course of the months as we wait for the next season, they should just about catch up. Not quite. If you, some people did the math and said they won't get to be equal to brand new cards next season. Other people said they will be just there. What, what did you come up with? Did you crunch any numbers? Uh, yeah, I think it's like 3%, uh, which is about what we were talking about last week, which right. is the 3% yeah. bonus. Um, but I gotta say, I'm not a fan. Not no good a fan. ideas coming from us, but well, yeah, sort of. I, I don't like the way that it was implemented, though. I think the whole point of like training lineups is you're getting rewarded for logging on mm-hmm. and interacting with the game as it is right now. There's no reason for me to log on. I just if I just let it go for five months and come back. Mm-hmm. And while I have my XP, I would like to have, I thought for sure this was going to be something where you just kind of, you have to log in and claim your XP every week, just like you do with a training lineup. I mean, it really doesn't have to be anything more, more, you know, complicated than that uh, to yeah, make it just, happen. Just and just also I think, in, but click your teams in. Right, exactly. And that's all you really do in training lineups. It's not that hard. Um, but also I think the amount of XP was not quite high enough. I don't see a justification for why during the season you get 150 XP and now we only get a hundred XP a week. Like why, like if I just enter cards that are not ever playing that are on the, on the IL or in the minors or whatever, I enter them in a training lineup during the season and getting 150 XP on them a week. Whereas now I'm getting a hundred XP on them a week. Like 
what's the difference there in the minors or they're or they're hurt mm-hmm. why is that all of a sudden dropped i would think it should be exactly the same um so i think those were the two uh poor reactions i had to that i i don't again i don't mind the idea and i think they've come out and said that they were going to do something like this um but i i think it could have been better i think that's the theme of most of what i what do we have today outside of counter offers is it's a, it's a decent step like we're getting there but could have been implemented better could have tried this idea could have could have would have shoulda you know at least on would've my would've side should've. one of the worst things you can you can ever say yeah at least on my side what about you what what's your thought on the xp because you were angling for like a three percent bonus and that's more or less what this is yeah i mean they what they gave us what pretty much what i asked for they just didn't give it to me in the packaging that I wanted. So what can I say? Uh, (laughs) I would have loved to just get an auto 3% slapped on top of any card that you currently hold in your gallery. That would, I guess that would be less likely to encourage you to keep buying over the off season. So that makes an argument, a point in the argument for why they did it the way they did instead. But, you know, I just, I wanted things to be billed as a thank you to the, to the year one investors, you know, the year one buyers. What can I say? I, I want to be thanked. I need to be coddled. I need, I'm, you know, I need to be taken care of here. Someone needs to hold trip and be in their arms and rock him to sleep so that he feels loved. That's really what we've gotten out of this podcast. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But you like, but you like the idea and you think it was, it's more or less good is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you don't you you thought the amount was right and and you're okay uh, with no, the no. I think what you said makes perfect sense in terms of yeah. you, if you just had training lineups, you would get a little bit more. So give us what we would have got with training lineups at the very least. So sure. And you're and you're on the just auto no like you don't have to log in to do it. It just automatically accumulates. You're on that bandwagon, or do you not care? It's one less thing to worry about, so sure. Yeah, I got a lot going on in my life. <laughs> what can I say? Well, that's the point. I want to yeah, be rewarded. Yeah. I, I, all right, you want to be coddled and rewarded. I want to be rewarded for trying. Like, I want to be rewarded for getting on and doing doing my thing instead of, you know, just... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm on the, here's I'm on free the site anyway. It's, I would, it's not like I would Yeah, it's would not like it's it, more. You know, so yeah, sure. Yeah. Anything that would actually give you and I a, an advantage for being on the site every day and... Uh, right against people who aren't then i would say sure instead I, I of that, wish that, that person that yeah that sure. person that bought no you, cards you've got at me the sold. beginning yeah. of the season i'm i'm on board uh with everything you've said what can i say yeah i mean if if you think about it like during the season you don't get auto xp just for having a card you have to log in and interact with it and set the training lineup so why would you get xp now for not i i just Basically, I just want it to be the regular season, right? I just mm-hmm. want 150 XP for each card that you have to log in to get. It's it's exactly the same as the regular season. I that that is just my thought process on it. Um, but yeah, haven't Can't done go that. Wrong. Haven't done that at all. Uh, any other any other thoughts? This is obviously going to be a, a shorter one because this is kind of all we've got for for this week to kind of talk about. Any other thoughts that you wanted to bring up or? Or different topics I, that you wanted to talk I'm, about? I'm happy we got news. I have nothing really different yeah. to talk about, but I will just express my happiness that Sora MLB is not forgotten. They are, they promise stuff. They're working on stuff. I, am I slightly underwhelmed by what the news is? Probably, but I'm spinning it all positive because we did yeah. get something. And I know they got a lot going on. It's so rare. 
Do I think they could do more? Always. We always want them to do more for sure. So I'm not going to let them off the hook there, but uh, I think they are at least always trying to do more. So uh, I like uh, in the soccer. So real world, I really like on the world cup promo they're doing, how they sort of upgraded the way you build lineups and they sort of create like, instead of just a, a blank screen, you sort of like fill in guys on this little arena. And I really hope Shout out to our guy, David Bytow on the engineering side. I hope they're building a baseball version of that so that when we are entering lineups in year two of so rare MLB, that we have sort of like a little field that we can like play, you know, send our guys into play ball rather than just like the static, like line them up background. So uh, those are improvements I want to see. And uh, yeah, life's going well. It just, it just makes the game more entertaining and engrossing Mm -hmm. when that, when that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. comes out. But um yeah speaking of the world cup promo the whole thing i think has been fantastic and hopefully that really brings in a whole bunch of new people because i i think it's been i i think we've seen crazy amounts of uh lineups submitted already so yeah. hopefully that that kind of works and they can bleed over into the baseball realm and the and the basketball realm from there i got two people that never did so rare before to to create accounts and build build world cup lineups so Nice. Are they in the uh, so we're in the states global challenge? Are you I'll in the so we're in. in the states global challenge? I'm in. I'm in. You're for in. Sure, but I'll get them in. Yeah. You know you have to use an American or an MLS player at some point. At some point, I might. At at some point in the group stage, you have to use an American or an MLS player. I'll have Swiderski. I'll he'll be in my when, okay. When, uh, yeah. Well, that's in, he's an MLSer. That's when perfect. Poland when Poland advances ahead of Mexico. We get to use him in the group stage. That's how that works. Well, then hopefully I'll win. Poland, who's who's the third team in that group? Yeah. Saudi Arabia? When uh, Poland plays Saudi yeah. Arabia, surely yeah. you start him, you know? Yeah, now we'll but see. does he fit in? I, I've built, I've rebuilt that team several times. I'll probably rebuild one or two more times before the, the cup starts. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Awesome prizes on offer for sure. So definitely, uh, definitely check that one out. Um, anything else that we need to bring up to the to the beautiful people that listen to our lovely show? No, man, I miss baseball. Hope it comes yeah. back sooner than later. But we are headed into the holiday season, which means it's still going to be a while. Yeah, it was snowing here, which is not a good sign for baseball. Very difficult to play baseball yeah. in the snow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a while. Happening. The Rangers are rebuilding. The rain. Oh, I just did get. I'll just since it's timely. I just my my latest card in my gallery. I haven't stopped buying. Is uh, Jake Odorizzi from the Braves mm. to the Rangers? I had to pick him up. You know, uh, the the Rangers are going after more pitching depth. And uh, if J- if Jake the Snake's coming over, I I want to have more Rangers in year two. Best I of luck. Not, I, I did not collect a ton of uh, Texas Rangers in year one, so that's my new mission is to is to get more of those guys. So. I got to go back and check on my Braves collection and make sure they didn't remint any more Braves that, that I didn't know about. Cause I got to make sure that it's unlocked before they stop, you know, auctioning off everything and it gets impossible to find these year one cards. Do you need an Ozzy Albies rare, bro? It's not too late. Eef. Yeah. I mean, make I have a limited. <laughs> it's the same make price. Does anyone want to trade? Make, make it happen. <laughs> you you got to have one of both and they cost the same. That'd be so funny. Honestly, if I'm getting a rare, it's probably going to be Acuna. Like, it's just, it just is. Like, Acuna is just that good. All right. So, we'll see. All right. That's enough. You guys, you guys have had enough of us today. 